This is People Who Play, a show about the art of playful living. I'm Emma Warrillow, researcher, writer and part-time mermaid. And I'm Ben Martin, content creator and nostalgia junkie. Join us once a week as we discuss our playful approach to parenting, work and marriage. Plus, look out for extra guest episodes. We believe that fun should be part of the everyday and we are here to support any grown-ups who want to grow down and avoid the onset of serious-itis that kicks in in adulthood. Find me on Instagram at playful underscore den. And if you'd like more of my content, you can subscribe to my Patreon. Just search for my name, Emma Warrillow, and get access to exclusive podcasts, insights and updates. And for all your retro feels, find me on Instagram at BenFlyingRetro. We really do appreciate all your likes, subscribes, follows and shares. These digital high fives really mean a lot to us and help us to grow the show. Okay, let's get on with the episode. It's playtime. Coming at you live from Miami, Florida, it's episode 34 of People Who Play. Hello! Yeah, we're here. We are recording a a special, a Miami special. So we are here for your 40th, Emma. This is your 40th bash. You didn't want to have a party. You wanted to come to Miami and not think. Uh, (laughs) That's right. And I'm happy with those life choices. What a week it's been. In 13 years, almost 13 years of parenting, me and you have never taken a break like this before dedicated to those children i always used to want to i think actually we used to argue about this a bit i miss but them you, you didn't you you didn't like you didn't want to leave the children yeah before. you heartless witch was <laughs> trying to run away it's important that's what i've learned this week i yeah. think that the, the co-parenting relationship is often the one at the bottom of the pile like gets that gets the lowest priority doesn't get a look in but actually it's the one that sets the tone for the energy of the home it's important to look after it isn't it what so you think we're going to come back from this trip energized and better parents yeah i do I, i'm just relieved that we didn't run out of things to talk about <laughs> we've had we've had four nights here and we haven't really talked about the kids that much no you said you wanted to go somewhere where you didn't have the pressure to educate yourself <laughs> And I said, I know the place. Well, I... Because you're all about culture. You like to go on these cultural trips. Well, there's different types of travel, isn't there? And, And you do... Some places you go to, yeah, you have to... It's the right thing to do, to immerse yourself in the local culture and understand it. And that's all part of being a good traveler. You can't just turn up places and take, 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 take. But I didn't want to do that on this trip. <laughs> just wanted to come somewhere quite glamorous where I just didn't have to think too deeply. And Miami is the place to do it. <laughs> I absolutely love this town. One thing I'd like to talk to you about is day beds. Oh. Why? So you get you have your nighttime bed and then you get up and you tuck yourself into your daytime bed, which is by a pool. Yeah, we're staying at the Good Time Hotel, and we've had a good time. Yeah. Um, this is Pharrell Williams Hotel. Didn't didn't see him. He was not on check-in. But there's a lot of day beds here, and we've been talking 
about them. I don't think daybeds were a thing. Like back when I was no. a kid and going on holidays and things like that. I think that was for like the Uber elite, but they're very on trend now. Well, my daybed would be you'd blow up your lilo and then just put your towel on it. And you sort of put that by the pool and you'd, you'd lie on that. Yeah, I used to do that. I don't think I'd get up again if I did that now. I want to commission a international piece of research and find out what happened to the lilo. Because, Emma, they were massive. And you ne- we live by the beach. We- I'd never see a lilo. When- tell me the last time you saw a lilo. No, people have like flamingos and unicorns now, don't they? Yeah, I know all that stuff's big, but... I mean, they were they were everything. Yeah, didn't like. Did they get shunned because like they're for sort of. I guess they're for like tanning and are they like you just, no. you just lie on it I and think drift people out. Still to have sea. lilos, but they've made them more luxurious. Put cup holders in them and things. Didn't a couple of people sort of float away on them? So they. Got I'd up. imagine more than a couple. Mm. I actually went on holiday when I was younger, and my dad was supposed to be watching us, and um, we drifted out to sea on a dinghy, and a lifeguard had to come back and tow us in. <laughs> we dropped the oars. Wow. that is that the height of luxury? A day bed? Yeah. Like getting up from your bed and going into another bed in the sun. As far as I can tell, the only difference is there's no duvet. There's no duvet. <laughs> and I think you, you've got to put a towel down because, you know. Oh, I don't. Oh, ah, sweating on the day bed sheets. Oh, God, I didn't think about that. Oh, put a towel down. Sorry, day beds. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's been a glorious trip. Um, we've done a lot of walking. Yeah, you've turned me into a walker. You love walking. It's an excellent fat burn. Sometimes when you're travelling, I, I, you can do too much and you can be in this headspace of like, oh, should we do that? Should we do that? And even when you are somewhere, you might be thinking, oh, is this the best place to eat? Is this a bit? And, and I, don't, I don't like any of that. I just walk. Just to clarify, that's you, not me. Because... <laughs> All I want to do is just sit by the pool. Well, I do feel like when you've come all this way, you've got to see something. But I see. I don't feel like that. Yeah, I do. I do. I feel like it's too far to come to sit by a pool. I could have just gone to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got to, yeah, you have to be careful with that because you can get into running around too much. I just like to walk. Well, look, I'll meet you in the middle. I like to go big in the morning. And then get back to the pool for the Arvo. Yeah, you keep saying, oh, I've got to be back for two. I've got to be back for two. I'm like, what have you got to be back I've for? I've got a reservation on the daybed. Daybeds. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I've learned about you, you have high toilet needs. I go to the toilet like once a day. You, when we're out walking, you're like, oh, I need the toilet. I need the toilet. And I, I've never really noticed it before. But it's, that's a kid that you've had kids, Yeah. Well, there's there's a lesson there, Ben. There's always something new to learn about your partner. It's that you just need the loo all the time. Well, when you've had three humans growing inside you, pushing on that bladder and then pushing them out, yeah, you pee a lot. Yeah, even if you see one, you're like, I'll go. Oh, yeah, always take, take advantage of one if you see one. You don't know when the next one's coming. Is that just you or all females? I think, I don't want to speak for all women, but I think it's a lot of us. You once said that you judge a city by its toilets. I do judge a city on its bogs. And Miami, big tick. Good bogs. Yeah. We've been to... Look, we, we have got had some culture. We went to some art galleries. It's been very arty. That was a nice surprise. That's what can happen when you just sort of, you know, wander and leave it to chance a bit. We went to the design district. 
Yeah. That was really stunning. There's a lot of amazing color palettes in Miami. That's actually one of the reasons why I wanted to come somewhere where I really felt like it brought out the sort of the the light in me as in what are the things that I love? I love being outside, I love beaches, I love sunshine and I love color and chances are you're gonna like my i love color and design and it's there's a lot of that to see here um so yeah we went to the design district and we also went to this place called winwood walls which we've never been to before and it's kind of like an open air gallery lots of street art and it was amazing wasn't it yeah and it's the first gallery that i've been to where i noticed that everything had a price tag on it you could actually buy the pieces of art like the giant pieces I've learned that art is expensive. Very expensive. I saw a piece and I was like, oh my God, I love this so much. I was like, Emma, it's your 40th. You're in Miami. Oh, maybe I'll just buy it and ship it to myself. And then I was like, oh, it's 65 grand. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, just do it. Just, I'm going to do it. Oh, I ain't doing that. No, not on a podcast salary. Well, I've found the artist that I like and I've already started a conversation with him and um, I'm getting prints. Yeah, prints. Prints are good, aren't they? Yeah, they're great. Affordable way of getting that in your house. We've had some lovely uh, food in Miami. I do have this thing when I sit down in America to eat. I have a fear of portion sizes. Not that they're going to be too small, obviously, that they're going to be too big and scare me. Yeah, menu fear. I find myself drifting to the sides and the appetizers because I'm scared of the mains. Yeah, I feel really full. We've just been for breakfast and I I don't know how many roast potatoes I need to eat for breakfast. (laughs) I'm stuffed. I've always been quite obsessed with Miami. Like, it's imprinted on me from a very young age, from when I used to stay up late and watch Miami Vice with my mum. And I thought, what an exciting, colourful, neon-drenched-at-night city. And I've been here a few times now, and I feel like, wow, I've really come a long way there. Because when I used to watch things like that, I I thought that would be for someone else or for, like, um, I don't know someone really successful or to be able to travel to these different cities that you see on your tv and actually to actually go there is um a really lovely feeling yeah i've been thinking similar thoughts i absolutely love to travel traveling is just living to me i love the feeling of Being around loads of people that you've never seen before and that you don't know and just thinking, wow, there's all sorts of people out there just doing their thing, living their life. I like that feeling. Me and Phoenix call those people NPCs, non-player characters. I don't know what that means. Well, I just told you. And that is America is a great place for NPCs because everyone you walk past they sort of feel like they're in a film when you listen to people's conversations it feels very much like you're playing that game GTA and you're just kind of walking past I don't know a story a big story yeah it's like that when you're traveling like you are in a story I feel highly imaginative when I'm in new places and it's incredible how environment and novelty because that's what traveling is really everything is a novelty it makes you feel 
very yeah it just puts you in a sort of very curious sort of exploratory mindset and that is that's my like play personality and that's why I love it so much like I love not necessarily knowing where I'm going I love stumbling across something new I love like looking at everything in the way that you look at art and sort of like oh what's that doing there or what does that mean like that's how I thrive like when my mind is in that kind of space that's when I really come alive yeah when you go away you you're certainly more receptive to things and you're more open and it sort of lights a fire underneath you and gets you all like re-excited about your own life and the things that you could do but I guess you don't need to go traveling for that there are ways to tap into that in your everyday life by doing something new in your hometown yeah that's that's the trick is to so the the mindset that you're in when you're traveling but specifically when you're on holiday so really what we're talking about here is having a break it's a break from routine and what we've had this week is a break from responsibility and a break from parenting which is something that we haven't had for many many years and I was thinking while I'm here like how many parents haven't actually had a chance to unplug and recover from the pandemic like I know it's sort of like getting getting a while away now but it really was a lot Um, It really was a time. And I think for us personally, you know, we've had a third child. It has been hugely disruptive to our family rhythm as we knew it. And it has been really difficult at times to sort of adjust to that. And I've also done a massive career shift. Pivot. Pivot. And it's 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 been a really huge time of change for us. And I think we're not always very proactive with just taking time to just like sit together talk about it process you know celebrate the good and like really sort of sit with the bad and I think this week I feel like oh my god I just after all of that I just had no idea how much I needed just to step off the rails in a way that like you know going to do a bit of exercise or um you know going out for a meal just isn't enough that was a lot to take in uh, a lot of truth in that but should we get back to your day beds <laughs> no should we get back to your birthday and what turning 40 means for you Ben, I feel fantastic before i came on this trip i gave myself a little pep talk and i was like right on this trip, I'm just going to be the nicest to myself I've ever been. What about me? And you. I'm always nice to you. Well, most of the time. <laughs> and I was like, every time I look in the mirror, I'm going to give myself a compliment. And, you know, when you go on holiday and you're in a, you have to do the bloody dreaded swimming costume shopping and all that. And I was just like, you know, other people's bodies, it's not Argos. Like, other people's bodies are not there to be shopped for. Like, you can't you can't get hung up on those sorts of things. I was like, we've done all that. Like we've been there. We're moving on from that. And I was just like, I bought myself a new swimming costume. I loved it. I felt so good in it. Gave myself loads of compliments. And honestly, guys, 10 out of 10 recommend, like just give yourself a compliment every time you look in the mirror. Even if at first you don't mean it, just do it. It's so transformational. And this whole week I've just been like, I just feel, I just feel like really proud of our lifestyle and I used to, I used to have a lot more of that and then I think maybe, I don't know, just all these big life shifts, I've become a bit more self 
doughty. And this week, I feel like I've just really returned to like my fire, my power. And it feels it feels great. I'm, I'm well into being 40 and seeing what comes next. Yep, 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 yep. Sounds like you have tapped into your inner goddess. And I love that. But you mentioned something there that's reminded me of a new segment that I wanted to bring to this podcast. And that was compliments. The segment is going to be Live Playfully Challenges. So we're going to set you guys a challenge every single week. And Ben has the first one, which is around the theme of compliments. Yes. So the challenge is, can you give five compliments to, I'm going to say strangers, but don't be terrified of of that. Um, (laughs) Because I think... Stranger danger. Well, I think, okay, you can, okay. No, it has to be people you don't know. Um, wow. Yeah, to- random people. Okay, not friends, because friends are too easy. No. Sodge your friends. No, you can do them as extra, but the five have to be random. Yeah, because that's a test, isn't it? When you give a compliment, are you allowed to feel good about it, Emma? You are. Yeah, because... That's the problem, isn't it? Because it's proven that kindness, being kind to others, I mean, that's not why you should do it, but you get, some, you get a kickback. So I'm, what are we thinking here? I'm thinking, oh, I just wanted to say that's a, you know, that's a nice t-shirt. The, <laughs> the compliments that I've had in my life that, and this is another thing that I'm doing in my 40s, being better at accepting compliments. It's a, it's a skill, Emma. Yeah, it is. I, I, people have complimented me before on the way that I think. That, You're going to be able to do that just by walking past me. <laughs> Hey, I noticed that you're thinking hey, there. You, you look like a deep thinker. Kudos on that. No, but I mean, like, yeah, complimenting people on their outfit is awesome. But I think it, things that have really meant a lot to me is Don't when people, people, people have complimented me on my energy and just overall, like, vibe. Okay, yeah, five is a test. But I want to hear from the. I want to hear from you guys. You know, anyone that actually completes the challenge and does all five. And I bet you'll feel great. Hello at peoplewhoplay.com. That is an email address. So we're going to do one of these a week, yeah? Yeah. So so this first week is give five strangers a compliment. I haven't stumbled across any research because I'm on holiday, but I can talk to you about the films that I watched on the plane. I watched a film called Don't Worry Darling. Yeah. It's got Harry Styles in it. Uh, It's a good little film. I like those sorts of films. Really? I had no interest. It got absolutely... It I actually really enjoyed it. I quite like a film with a twist like that in it. Um, I mean, yeah, Harry Styles' acting was interesting. It was a sort of dystopic view of kind of controlling women. And then straight after that, it was quite interesting, I went and watched Pamela Anderson's documentary on Netflix. Yeah, I watched that. I thought it was sad. I thought it was really sad and... She's got no money. She's skin. Yeah. I also watched Elvis's, the film Elvis, and watching those two things back to back, I thought to myself, it really doesn't matter how talented you are or how many opportunities you stumble across or unlock. If you don't have the right people around you who have a good vision, or if you don't have that yourself, if you can't like play the long game and see like the bigger purpose, if you can't like evolve in a way that feels meaningful to you, 
you can have all of this stuff and never quite never quite fulfill your potential yeah i reflected watching that elvis film on just how sad it all was that he never even left the country he never left america i think he left when he was in the army he never played a gig outside of america and i just thought that is heartbreaking i know because i was in the queue the visa queue when we got here did you mean customs that's it (laughs) and i was looking through my passport at all the stamps and i was thinking I have been to so many more places than Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is the one thing you've got over Elvis. Yeah. And I was like, that is, that, that's absolutely bonkers. I think it's one of those things where from the outside, people would have imagined that someone like that has everything they could ever need. And actually, he, he didn't really have any of the core things you need to live a happy life. I thought it was really sad. No, and, and he, he, I think he had so much potential to do more meaningful work. Like, he was obviously a really instrumental carrier of a message about integration between white people and the black community. And he was not allowed to be political. And he was sent away. And you, you watch his story and you think, he really could have had a key role there um he could have done something i don't know more but he wasn't he wasn't allowed no they just sort of put him out to pasture in vegas and sort of became a circus yeah my god he piled on the pounds towards the end ate a lot of burgers he got addicted to cheeseburgers yeah i know the feeling I, I, i'm worried that that's how you'll go <laughs> Well, I think we're going to wrap this one up because this is just a holiday special and we've actually, we've got a flight to catch, Emma. We do have a flight to catch. Yeah, so I guess we'll see every... Oh, wait a minute. How did everyone enjoy Mitchell Wu? That was a great one. Such a great conversation. I loved talking to him. I am getting back into toy photography when I get home. Yeah, and I loved how, you know, he's he's a great example of he's in the the real throngs of the best stage of his career and it didn't start till he was 50 and I keep hearing like I keep hearing stories of people saying that and I think because I am a woman and have a lot of women that follow me who are mothers I think there's this real sense that once you have a child and you perhaps drop out of your career or you're not really interested in what you were doing before it can be so daunting to come back and I think especially turning 40 I feel like I'm about to come into like the greatest career chapter of my life and it hasn't even started yet do you think you're going to pivot again how many times can you pivot as many times as you bloody want I always say this life is short but career is long think about how many working years you have in your life like you have you have the chance to do loads of different things and obviously you know pivoting is you know it's timing it's finances uh, you have to be a bit strategic about it but you know I say to everyone like don't be don't be disheartened if you feel like you've ended up on a path that you're not that into or you've had to take time out because of for whatever reason like there is there is time for work there's always time for work okay well on that bombshell where can the great people find you emma at playful underscore den and you can find me at 
benflyingretro on Instagram. See you next week. Bye. Happy birthday to you.